Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here. Just <laughs> <laughs> the monkey clapping. Oh, that runs. I need to make a ringtone out of a Monty Python skit. Anyway, which which one? Uh, I wanted to make a ringtone out of the Ballad of Sir Robin. <laughs> awesome. I need to recording, change it out. Son of a bitch. Awesome. Awesome. Are we recording? Welcome right. to Shooting the Gap. Welcome. Uh, what you drinking there, Captain Gonzo? Well, GSPN. Mm. I'm that drinking was the, the bad guy uh, in Strangeland, wasn't it? I don't remember, Captain but it Gunsha? was shot at the, the church. There was some scenes that were shot at the church. Uh, with Bile, yeah. the band Bile. Yeah, great band. I actually really like them. But yeah, I, I like bands that I can understand what they say. Then you uh, don't like Bile. I'm drinking Great Divide Brewing Company, local brew here in Denver. Titan IPA. It's a, it's a stout one, not meaning the beer is a stout, it's an IPA, but it's a, it stands up. Stands up. How about you, you fucking pineapple? Well, it's funny you bring up pineapples. <laughs> I'm having some of my people's beer. Some liquid aloha. Liquid aloha? It's longboard. Kona. You're also drinking Kona coffee. Uh, Kona coffee. I'm going all yeah. pineapple. Oh, back yeah. What about you, Doug? The uh, same. He's, he's the same as always. Waiting to count money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that'll be beeped out later. Um, <laughs> that wasn't wrong. So how how was the week, guys? Week yeah. nine was See an interesting week. <laughs> week nine was an interesting week. Well, uh, I went seven and six, and Dan went six and seven. Dan went six and seven. Dan went six and huh. seven. Uh, I think I went seven and five, but actually I was wrong on one of them because I didn't pick Thursday game because I didn't watch it. So actually I went six and six. Because there was one that I was wrong about. But let's go ahead and talk about those. Because the ones that I won on seemed like no-brainers. The ones I lost on were a little bit... This was a really crazy week. weirder. Crazy, crazy week. Well, which game do you want to talk about right off what? the bat? Right I'm doing a shot of peppermint I schnapps right I now. Do so. wanna do, I do want to do... I did want to talk about the Jets and the Saints. Because that game was... The week before the, the Jets schnapster. got... The Jets just got smashed by the Bengals. Yeah, and then like Destroyed. that was that was one of the games we talked about. Oh, there's no way they're gonna be on this. Totally wrong. <laughs> totally wrong. It's one of those like, does anybody think the Jets are gonna be the same? All right, fuck off. No, the, 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 no, and it's opposite. They uh, the beat them. They beat them the old-fashioned way. Play good defense. Run the ball. Run the ball. Move, knock move that quarterback sticks. around and, and beat everybody up. Throw everyone off their patterns. Throw everyone off their timing. And they did it. And 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 I think. When it comes down to that, like we haven't said that the Jets don't have a good defense. I think we said the opposite, that their defense is physical and they come out and they hit you. And that's what they did to the Saints. They came out and just knocked them the Balled fuck around. Them. Yeah. They did. And Geno Smith didn't have fantastic numbers. Um, he never has. He doesn't he doesn't usually I mean he hasn't really all season had fantastic numbers. Nothing to blow your mind off. You know, by any means, so not not by a he, rookie quarterback standard nowadays. When like when a when a when a rookie quarterback comes out and has a good game, you're like, holy shit, that was but, amazing. But he does. Not with him. He he keeps doing. You know, for a lot of you know, aside from that Bengals game, um, he's doing a lot of the things that you you like to see in a rookie quarterback. Um, he's moving the ball. He's moving knowing the ball. He's, he's knowing not to make the mistakes. He's doing what Alex Smith does. 
even though Alex Smith is in his eighth season or something like that. Geno Smith's doing the same type gonna, of deal. He's going to come around. Don't worry. Yeah, around. <laughs> James is around. really believing in them. He's going to be really good, but he won't talk about him anymore. But, yeah, uh, the, the Jets come out and play good defense, and they completely <laughs> shut down the Saints. And we talked about that. I texted you, and we kind of made fun of ourselves for – for that game, being completely wrong. So the Jets pulled it off. Congratulations. We were to them. very, very close. Uh, Raiders, Eagles. Holy I didn't think fuck. I didn't think I would even see seven touchdowns for at least ten. Holy, years. that game blew blew me completely out. I thought that Oakland was going to come out and play well. I really thought that the, the quarterback was going to do his thing. And I, I don't like picking Oakland. <laughs> I don't ever like picking Oakland. But is Gannon still their quarterback? Wow, really? No, Doug. I just knew he was a bad guy in the It doesn't Zelda. play football <laughs> anymore. He hadn't played for a long time. No, he's not. It's Terrell Pryor. So he went off and went to be the bad guy in Legend of Zelda. Okay. That, that was his career aspects. That's what he was going for. That's that's what he, he wanted. Still rubies. But no, NFL uh, was his springboard into stardom in Zelda. Yes. In Zelda. Okay. Into Hyrule. All right. <laughs> that's what he was going for. But no, the Eagles put up ridiculous amounts of points. Nick Foles is all of he a sudden. Threw it at ease. He's in, the, he's in a category with Peyton Manning, probably the only category he'll ever be in with Peyton Manning as far as throwing seven touchdowns and no picks. That's pretty amazing. It's even if it was against the Raiders, even if it, even it was unexpected, it doesn't matter. It doesn't happen. I but mean, it did. It did against the Raiders. Exactly, but, 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 but I mean, okay, so we picked the Raiders, but are you surprised that that happened against the Raiders? Um, are you more I'm surprised little, that Foles did it or more surprised that the Raiders let it happen? I'm more surprised at the Raiders, to be honest with you. They have a uh, our old defensive coordinator, so they're they have the Raiders. We have a lot of the Raiders. So the Raiders, right? The Raiders are always the Raiders are always that team that has you know somewhat of a good defense. They usually have a pushover defense. It's not nope. They play the hard and they like to hit. The, the Raiders' style has always been big up front, front seven. Sometimes here and there they pick up a good cornerback or a good safety mm-hmm. that like you know keeps them in games. Keeps them going. so the Raiders are typically a good defensive team. Well, that they, is they, that is traditional Oakland Raiders. Football. And their defensive they team did is, this, and they did this in Oakland. This wasn't you know no, Oakland, it was this it was, was in Oakland, it was in the black hole all the way. It was in the black hole where you expected like some kind of formidable stance. Exactly. You know, they're. I don't at think home. the Broncos are going to go put fifty five points up in Oakland. I don't think so either. I think they could easily, but. You would think easier than the Eagles, but you wouldn't pick it. I mean, you wouldn't say 56 points. You know, 55 is what they put. You wouldn't you know, say that. I mean, to me, it looked like a lot of it was the Raiders didn't know what to do, and Chip Kelly came up with a good game plan that, that worked. worked. It that was, worked. I don't he, think he his comes game up... plan was exactly what would beat the Raiders. Do you think he comes up with bad game plans? Do you think that that's been I think the case? He over, I think he overthinks himself sometimes. I think he thinks, you know, tries to do too much sometimes when he doesn't need to do as much as he. So needs when he to goes to Oakland and he faces a bunch of convicts and people that have to go to lockdown soon and like you know it's just going to change like. Uh, I've traded three chicken soups to be able to play. Well, and I don't know. I don't know how much of it is. Maybe Oakland wasn't prepared to come out. Maybe they thought. Maybe they thought without Michael Vick, without Michael Vick, there's. Well, I think that's why you have to worry about the run. They're like, oh well, we'll just sit back and play zone all day. They thought they were just going to beat the crap out of Nick. That's probably why we both picked that to to go that way. Didn't expect Nick Foles to do that, and he played. A good game. I mean, I mean, the I, best I game he'll ever play was. I that really game. didn't think. I thought if the Eagles were going to score, it, uh, 
high scoring game in that situation would have been twenty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely not. <laughs> not fifty five. <laughs> not. Not ridiculous numbers. Not stuff like that. Uh, I want to. I want to get into. Uh, uh, I want to <laughs> talk about the KC at Buffalo game. Because, in my opinion, that just is another. How many times are they going to get lucky? <sighs> How many times are they going to face a second to third string quarterback, and and still be losing? And and like the, the offense put up six points. The rest was well nine points. The rest was defensive plays. And you know what? They made some plays, but continuously over and over again, I don't think that happens. I don't think that happens. Buffalo's not not a top-notch team. They are decimated by injuries, starting from the quarterback, go there. They've had Spiller in for a little bit. They've had Jackson in for a little bit. It wasn't 100%, you could tell yeah. by looking and, at and it. And he had to go sit down for a little bit. Jackson played, and they were both nicked and dinged. They don't, they don't have that type of offense. Their defense is the kind that will stand up to you. They're not going to be pushovers for you. But Buffalo should have won that game. <laughs> that, was, that was Buffalo's game, man. That, that was. That was. But, I mean, you know, against other teams, against other elite quarterbacks, against the, the Peyton Mannings, the Drew Breeses, and the that quick slant when the corner's right on top of him like that, That's he's not going to throw that. That's mm. You're not getting a pick six on that against good teams. No, and it, he's I not going to. That was just and, a and bad the, decision. The fumble that turned into a touchdown as well when, when, he, when he caught the ball, tucked it. Boom, ball comes out, Tamba Ali, the defensive end, recovers it and takes it back for a touchdown. That's not really how you plan to win games. No one plans to win games like that. And I don't ever I don't want to ever take away from a team's win by saying, Well, I you know, had that fumble. Fumbles happen and you gotta You're overcome right. you gotta overcome them. Good on them for making that play. But the a, the straight a straight up I mean, play you can kind of take away from that is the interception that was returned 100 yards for a touchdown because that's, I mean, that was a terrible throw. That was, you should have never thrown Terrible throw, and how often do you have a 100-yard interception return for touchdown? Don't. That's not something that just happens. People, like, people who swipe that ball most of the time aren't breaking on the ball. Right. I mean, he knew that ball was going mm-hmm. to. Knew it. Playing against the guy that w- went to Duke University to play football. He didn't go there to play fucking basketball. He's a Duke quarterback. Jeff Tool or whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is. Not not uh, not the best showing by the Buffalo Bills, but almost exactly what I expect of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I've never been less afraid of a nine and zero record in my life than I am now, as far as the Chiefs go. I'm not scared of those guys. I'm I'm not. I, I bring on the I bring it on. I want to do it. I want to see that great defense go against this offense while our defense is coming up hardcore and see what happens. What we will find out two weeks from now. It's four weeks that we have going. We'll find out a lot, but yes. Well, we have four weeks in a row, but what we'll find out in two weeks when we play Kansas City at home, you will find out we have the best offensive team in the league versus the best defensive Period. team in the league. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll find out. We're going we're gonna to find out how good Alex Smith is too, and I think it's going to ring through completely. The next game I want to talk about is the Bucks at Seahawks because holy fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. How do you get up that big? How do you get up that big and just blow it? Because Greg Schiano's trying to get fired. How is he still the coach, dude? <laughs> dude. That makes no sense to I don't me. know. I you know, at they're kind of they have a lot of injury issues in Tampa also. Um so injury issues 
coaching issues, coaching issues, player issues, all locker that stuff room that they issues. Throw out. They got some. They got some. They got some issues over there. So maybe it's when they get up, if they start to get behind, if they're a momentum team. You know how it is. when you're an zero and eight team, zero and nine team, momentum is everything. And as soon as you lose it, it's gone for the rest they're, of the game. They're not. Un, they're not winless, but no, I know what you mean. They were up. That, that game was almost over. But not. They're just when you're not when you're not. So who do you think that speaks to? The Bucks or the Seahawks? Is that how bad the Bucks are, or how? I think the Seahawks, not as good I as think, the Seahawks. I think are. the Seahawks are overrated because they keep going week in and week out. They keep getting like I mean, the Texans had them on the on the ropes. I mean, they had these guys. Times. They had that. I mean, if we want to just jump right ahead to go to Texans Colts, even you can say the Texans are one another one of those teams where they need the momentum. And it's the same thing with the... With and maybe if their head coach hadn't fallen over and almost died, they would have won that game. <laughs> maybe if they didn't have to worry about their but, coach getting carted off and taken to a hospital, it's, it's the they same. might have won that game. I feel like it's the CC in, in the way that the Texans are, the way that they've been losing, I think that's the way the Seahawks have been winning, where it's like they have the opposite momentum changes in the games that sometimes you're like, dude, where did the fuck does that pick six come from? He hmm? just... Picks him off and he runs in. For, why? It, it doesn't how? continually happen. It, and they just—I think it's like you have a—you have a tale of two teams who have similar type of games. Where I mean, even the game where they played each other, it happened. Mm-hmm. That it was a total like just loss of momentum, and all of a sudden the game was different. One team had the momentum, and then the other team had the momentum, and the team has the momentum last And wins. you can see it nowadays. Like, nowadays it just switches. You're like, this team's going to win this game. They're down 17 points right now, but I guarantee they're coming back to win this game. And they do. And they do. And you can see it. You can, the momentum, I, it, it's just, in, it, to me in particular with the Chiefs, the Texans, and the, the Seahawks, I mean, you got two teams on the top who are Super Bowl contenders, you'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone does. They're, they're um, the top five teams. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't argue that. Um, and then you have the Texans, who are the opposite of all that. With all that talent. With all the talent. And they, I mean, they're similar. They have Seahawks. You have Seahawks and the uh, uh, Texans and the Chiefs. They all, have, they all have talent on defense. And you can see that when... When momentum is shifted against either of those teams, the whole game turns. It's the same thing like Kansas City game against Buffalo. You see Kansas City, like, they're behind, they're down, and you're watching, you're going, okay, as long as... That was my next question. When was was Kansas City down? When has Kansas City been down to the point where they had to come back? I mean, in the middle of of the... They've always... Their games have always been... Close, but they're but they're, they're always the ones winning. A game, so. They're always winning that they game, are. and it's be, and I like they've I said, never been down ten. They points. all have they all have are similar in the the fact that they all have talent at defense. All of them have talent at defense. All of them aren't very good at offense. They really aren't. Aside from the Seahawks and the Chiefs with a good running game, I mean, well, like let's <laughs> like look at this real quick. I'll make this quick. The Seahawks' talent on offense right now is lacking. It's lacking. They're depending on Russell Wilson to do a lot, and he's not doing it. Just like, just like one, just like the KC offense is not doing it either. Like, well, Jamal Charles is a weapon. Everybody knows that the motherfucker is a weapon. Just like they know Marshall and Lynch is a weapon. And that's what else. I was but they say. can't do it. They can't do it. So without those defenses, 
standing their ground, making it happen, making it be like, we got you, motherfucker. What's up? Where does that stop? Where does that stop? I think it stops soon. I really do. I, I, I don't. I do not have the Seahawks winning the Super Bowl. We talked about that weeks ago, and that was where we thought it was going. I don't have it anymore. I, I do not. I, I don't think that the crowd has that much of an effect on a team if the team is not playing at that high level. If they're not producing, it's not going to happen. Just like the Chiefs, it's not going to happen. I think any team that has to go into Seattle, I told you already, is going to have a hard time winning in Seattle. That's but what I'm refuting. That's what I'm refuting. If you don't have the offense to I put it out there. I said hard time. I didn't think that I, I know. they're beatable. I'm refuting it as well. Just like the hard time is going to be there, but I think it's overcome. <clears> and I, and unfortunately, like the people that I put into that mix are not there anymore. Matt Ryan's out. A uh, lot of uh, fucking Rodgers is out. That. Packers are done for a little bit. They're going to have some issues because no matter what anyone they wants might to believe, not make the playoffs. Seneca Wallace is not your fucking answer. They might not. There's no fucking way. They tragically might not make oh, the playoffs. Oh, they might. And there's two quarterbacks in that league that are that are playing well that are going to change that shit up, and it's Stafford and it's Cutler coming back this week that are all tied for first that have a chance to go and take that over. Where does that add up when, when you go and play a, a defense with a really loud crowd I just I don't I don't see that being the end all be all anymore. Not as it was a few a few weeks ago, four I, weeks ago, I five think weeks what, ago. It's what not kinda the makes, same. Another thing that kind of makes it change, in my opinion, is the emergence of the running game from a lot of the NFC teams. A lot of the NFC teams have up their. A lot of them were known for just passing and just throwing, throwing, throwing. But then you upped the. Uh, you upped the ante when you started having like Chris Ivory starting to pick up his. His runs, Eddie Lacy's looking good. I mean, Lacy looks really good, but but look at that game. At that point, it's like okay, we're going to hand the ball up to Lacy thirty times, Seneca Wallace, as much as you should. So when the team plans for that and stops that, what is Seneca Wallace going to do? Nothing. What are the Bears going to do when they get Cutler back this weekend? Who knows? I mean, it, it's but that's possible. another team. Like I said, what about the Lions team. and their stuff as well? And like, that's, that's another that division that's is, fucked right now. It's important when you go on the road, especially in a playoff game, to have a running game. A lot of people think, oh, it's a passing league. Well, that's fine and good, but you can't call your offensive signals when you are in shotgun and the crowd is 130 decibels loud. That's not going to happen. You need to quiet the crowd down. Best way to quiet the crowd down is nice, long, slow, move the chains, drive but, but, that but, finishes in a touchdown. But like and shutting teams, a crowd down, shutting a crowd down can happen like that. It can, but the best way to do it the best way to there's there's two good ways to do it. The best way to do it is going to be scoring touchdowns right away because they're like it's deflating, and continually scoring touchdowns takes the crowd out of it. But another way to do it, and the best way I think to do it, is to do those touchdowns with long sustained drives that include plenty of running. Because at the end of the day, S- Seattle's best Seattle one of Seattle's best assets is that home field event. And we talked about it. they play better at home. There's no doubt about that. They play we, better we at covered home. that. So if they don't Absolutely. if they have to go if they ha- but if they have to go to anywhere, I think if they have to go anywhere. If they have well, to what, leave if, Seattle, what if you get to what if you get to play in that stadium and you can't run the ball and Russell Wilson doesn't get to play action to get out in the pocket where he's outside of the edge by himself and looking deep. I mean Sidney Rice is out. Percy Harvin hadn't played yet. Golden Tate is not the answer. I Marshawn Lynch is not getting the carries that he deserves as far as like wanting to control a game. They don't hand the ball off because it's a passing league, which we agree on. 
Where is that? I'm, I'm looking at the NFC right now and kind of being like, I don't think you guys are as hard as I thought that, as we thought that they were in the beginning of the season. San Francisco hasn't done it. Seattle hasn't done it. Green Bay's done. Green Bay's done. Green Bay is done. They're not making the playoffs. I, I would be completely surprised if they made the playoffs. I would, I would whip my dick out on the table and tack hammer the fuck out of it <laughs> if, if I had to, because I do not believe that that's happened. If you I had do not. To. If and I if had to, I'm saying it right now. If they make the playoffs, I will tag camera my dick. Here's what's probably going to happen without without if Aaron Rodgers look does, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't up. show up. Look who's coming up if though, because the Saints are like up back, and down as well. Because because they just if, lost. If Aaron Rodgers though can't come back, and that's the thing, if Aaron Rodgers can't really come back in the next three weeks, they might lose enough games. They're talking that four the weeks. Bears, They're talking four weeks. Right. And that's a tight race. That's a tight that's, race. You're talking about now. What's going to happen? So your wild cards are going to come from the NFC North. That's probably going to be the Bears. It's not going to be. It's not going to be the NFC East. No, it's going to. So it's going to need to be the Bears or the Lions, or and then it's going to be out of the NFC West. It's going to be. It's going to be San Francisco and Seattle. One of those two teams is going to be a wild card in this race. You know who else you're missing? The Carolina Panthers, because right now they're coming up. They are coming Tell up. Tell me so they're that's not. Another team, that's another team that they, they're going to get behind on, too. You know, it's just there's not going to be enough places. I think the NFC is in a disarray right now. I think they're trying to find their identity. I think identity. it's easy. I think, I think it's easy to identify which teams are going to be in the race in the NFC. The AFC isn't. You got me. You I, think, got, I think the NFC is easy to decide who's going to be in the race, but who's going to take control of it is a completely different oh, thing. Because no. what gonna we thought was going to happen is not the same. It's going to come down to the last. It has week. to. I think. I think one to one to six will come down in the last three Absolutely. weeks of the season. I don't think. So. I don't think there's going to be anybody resting on game, on week seven. They, they're going to have to fight. Week seventeen. They're going to have to there's fight. There's going to be a race for first place, or at least there's going to be a race for second. So there's going to be a race for the bye, at the last week. I agree. Guarantee. And then the wild cards, like in recent memory, have been the ones to come up and win shit. So I think, I think it's switching up a little bit. I, I, I think the NFC is in disarray. I think they're, they're, they're injured. Because everyone's talking Saints, but no. Dallas Cowboys? No. Minnesota Vikings? No. There's so many. Like I mean, Carolina Panthers are, are hot, four and zero in the last in the last four weeks, and, and Cam Newton's playing ball the way that everyone knows he can. It's it's gonna be fucked up for the NFC right now. It, the it, NFC is gonna be a good up. race all the way down to the end. I think at the end of the day, the AFC you're gonna see one to four isn't gonna shift, barring maybe the Denver Broncos. Kansas City Chiefs race, but when they that shift, probably they, they shift they from shift. one to wild card. The, both one those teams card, exactly. are in the playoffs. No one can deny that. New England is in the playoffs. AFC South, well, a little bit of room to talk about what the AFC South is. Whether the Bengals win that division AFC in the North. AFC North is a whole other thing too. That one is wide open, dude. Thank you. The There's Browns, a lot going on. The Browns are right back in it. The How Browns the fuck are does two games happening? back. Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> So I guess it's it, it kind of uniforms in the same way, but I just think the NFC is way way off. Like, they don't have those teams right now. They don't have them. I think it's they have, AFC. They have all some the good way defenses, right but they don't play consistent in the NFC top to bottom. I, I would I would as a Bronco fan love to play Seattle right now. I would love to play Seattle right now. Doug and Doug. Yes. You want to do top fives? Let's do top fives. Let's, Let's do, do some top, top fives. fives.
Let's get some, some top five, everybody. Top five droids I missed out on playing this game. I don't know. See, he's not even listening oh, to us. Oh, I know. The R2 unit has sports. Uncle Owen, that R2 unit has a bad motivator. If the guy in Uncle the show Owen. doesn't listen to the show, I love Uncle does. Owen. And Aunt Beru? Aunt Beru. I wouldn't get it. You could have to told that she was a pretty lady back in her day. <laughs> I, I'll do <be> that. <laughs> Cheers. To Aunt Beru back in the day. Pineapple. Well, top five. We're going to start with uh, Ryan's top five because this is the uh, sports-related top five that we're going to go with. Top five fucking shit-up players. Oh, oh, I mean Florida State. Florida State. That's okay. I, I knew exactly what the, you were talking the about. The Seminoles. <laughs> um, Semen does fuck shit up. Yeah. But they won some wars. I'll tell you that uh, no particular order. See, that's bullshit. So let's go. Hurry up. Okay. Uh, oh, number five, because I had five. to put I had to put Seabass on there, because it's funny that a kicker would be on Fuck him up, Seabass! So, Sebastian Janikowski. Oh. Seabass. <laughs> then, I was doing that just for the reactions. Not even great. the best kicker they have, but okay. <laughs> I left Did them I like out on purpose. <laughs> Derek Brooks. <laughs> yeah, you have to go in there. Yeah. That's what we told you to, motherfucker. Just go. She's sleeping. Chris Wanky. You put Chris Wanky on that I list? Did. I'm what sorry. What the fuck I, is wrong you with You know, me? I didn't even... I, after I said I wanted to do this, it was only because FSU is... Well, I mean, we'll talk about that in a second. Talk right now. We're on a sports show. Where the fuck well, else are you going to talk about? We're, well, we're going to get to the, that part at the end of the show. <laughs> so we'll talk about the whole Chris college Chris football. Chris Wanky. Okay. Wanky. Charlie Ward. And then... Uh, There's a great guard for the Knicks. Deion Sanders. <laughs> Deion Sanders is not your number one. That's what I put him at, number one. I just you said, just said four. I missed somebody. No, when I said Derek Brooks, you missed Derek Brooks. No, no. That was the second, third, fourth. You're not counting the kicker, are you? Is that what's going on? I'm confused. I don't count kickers. <laughs> you didn't get me down here to talk about fucking kickers. Are you talking about kickers? You're talking about kickers? I'm going to go home and not <laughs> talk about kickers. You could start talking about you could have said. You could have said, you could have said the kid that was from Overland, Scott Bentley, that went to Florida State and kicked. You could have said, like, well, he's a Rory kid. But no, Scott you Bentley. went with Scott Janikowski, the fucking Russian piece of shit that is kicking for loaves of bread. That's what you went with. I like his name, C. That's what you went with. That's not his name. That's not his name. It was the name from something else, and they gave to him. Right. That's not his name. Right. You know who Seabass was? It's a trucker. No. No, it's a hockey player. That's Cam Neely. Seabass is Cam Neely. Do you remember that he's a hockey player from Boston? Mm-hmm. That's, that's who Seabass was. Bullshit. Bullshit. I, I am not worried about... One to five. I'm not worried about one to five. I'm going to throw five to one like I give a shit. Number five is Peter Warwick, wide receiver. He wore number nine, and he was about to win the Heisman until he decided to steal some some clothes out of a fucking store with Lavernius Coles. And and it's funny because... Well, she was... She car. probably was, she was parking when it happened. Lavernius Coles was like the guy that actually like played NFL ball and became good. Peter Warwick was drafted by the Bengals and never did shit. Peter Warwick, when he played 
at the University of Florida State. <laughs> University of Florida State. Florida State University. He was one of the best guys that they had. Number four is Warwick Dunn. Because Warwick Dunn killed it. The guy was a great player. Touchdowns, yards, out of the backfield. He was a multifaceted running back that did all of it. Period. Number three is Charlie Ward. Because he won the Heisman. Because he played college basketball. Because he's like, I'm too small to go play football. I'm not going to let those motherfuckers hurt me. I'm going to go play Guard for the Knicks. He can still count. <laughs> he was to 10. smart. He went and played for the Knicks during the time in the nineties when it was just like go for everybody. He was part of that team that lost to the Bulls over and over again. Throw cheap shots, do all that. Charlie Ward was a hell of a player. He can still player. count to ten though. No, he, yeah. he can count to fifteen. And he remembers I heard him do but he remembers playing at Florida State he does. still. So Derek Brooks was my probably most feared linebacker when I was a kid. Like he wore number ten. He had the visor on. He had the three, the three fucking face mac right there. He was just big and mean, just pointed you, just like that, and killed everybody. Hall of Fame career, Super Bowl champion, and number one has to be Deion Sanders. I, I don't see anyone being better out of Florida State than Deion Sanders. Being more exciting, being a multifaceted player, being double threat, triple threat, doing whatever Prime you want him to do. Prime time, and he did that. He said, "Well, you know what? We're playing Clemson. Cool." I'm going to turn a punt for a touchdown on them. You know what he did? He turns a punt for a touchdown against them. He did the whole thing. (laughs) Did the whole thing. Did that high step that everybody loves. Deion Sanders is the best Florida State player of all time. Neon Deion, right? That's right, baby. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Didn't he play? Was he one of the ones that played baseball as well? Yes, he was. He won a World Series and played in a playoff game in the same year. The only player to ever do that. I was like, yeah. The only athlete to ever do that. Period. He was the man. But he wasn't one of the All-Stars. Yes. No, he wasn't. Oh, the show? Yeah. No, he wasn't yet. You are correct. There was, uh, what, Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky and, Michael and Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan was the only one who never really appeared on it. He Not never really. Never no. ever. Never <laughs> ever. <laughs> he said I mean, no. If we're, we're going to get specific, <laughs> I never ever. You can't pay me enough to do this, but Bo and Wayne will show up. Oh, but I don't think, the, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there were Gatorade commercials in between the cartoons that, you know, Michael Jordan took mm-hmm. the cut of. Like Mike. Or Haynes. I yeah. could be like Mike. I want to be, I want to be like Mike. And wear a kitten sweater. Well, you know, when you make that much money and you get to pick which kittens you want to kill, drown, and slice up to wear their coats, you get to have the best kittens. Oh, it's horrible. You haven't seen that commercial where it's live kittens, so you actually didn't have to. You haven't seen that YouTube video with Michael Jordan wearing live kittens. Or dead kittens. (laughs) Or dead kittens. That's a t- we didn't give Doug that because that's not important. That's not fair. Doesn't know what we he's can't do give with Doug those things. Like I would have just like said that. Florida man for all five. Florida man, go man of Florida. But mine, this is this is all for me. My top five is all this about is, me. This is literally. And I'm, this I'm is, interested. This is, Hold on. This is so masturbatory. It's not even funny. But okay. Masturbatory. I am. I am. That's what I said. I am, I am excited to hear what these folks have to say because I'm gonna let them say it first because mine will be better. I'm gonna say it last. But my top five, just trying to get involved with other folks here. The top five Guns and Roses songs of all time. Yeah, that's how to the really get uh, involved Guns with other and folks Roses on this podcast. Is name a band and neither one of us give a shit about. Ryan. Guarantee you, we'll get a lot of date rape listeners after this. They never sing a song about date rape. They they do the crab walk. That's mm-hmm. different. It's not a crab walk. It's the axle walk. 
You just can't axle walk. I'm axle walking right they now. They stole that shit from Davy Jones, motherfucker. <clears throat> All right, Doug, what do you got? According to old people, everything was stolen No, oh, no, Davey I'm Jones. not going first. You are oh, going okay. first. Oh, oh no, decided. Brian, you're going first. Okay. Well, Brian went first with his list last time, but he doesn't give a shit. He's going to go first. No, because I know that I'm going to surprise... Because I'm going to surprise Gonzo by <coughs> number one. You number five, Civil me. War. What's so civil about war? Great fucking track, dude. I, did, I, did, I didn't think that you would put that on there. I love that song. It's really, too. it's a dichotomy of what's wrong with this country mm-hmm. 24 years ago. Number four is uh, Patience. Mm. Side note, Patience. Just want to let you know this. That video mm-hmm. was filmed live. That half of that record, Gene R. Lies, mm-hmm. there's four of them that are from concerts and four that are from that studio. Cut it one time, done. That is a one and done thing. Nice. That video, that whole side of that record, one and done. That's actually pretty impressive. I'm impressed. Good band. Number three, Don't Cry. Love that song. Which Love word? Song. Which version? Hmm? Which the version? Rose's version. <laughs> you guys are fucking homos. <laughs> you know, there's two different versions of that no. song. Two different versions of that song. Continue. Uh, Paradise City. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What a shock. <laughs> I was gonna put it I would lower. Never that one. I was gonna put it lower, but well, you had to make a dick face comment on Facebook. So kiss my. <laughs> Here it comes. Kiss my axle. Here it comes. November rain. November oh. rain. Doug. Oh. All right, I struggled with this one. I really did. He did. Up he struggled to find five he liked. Just like you struggled to get a corner. In order, number five. Welcome to the jungle. Got to be on there. I mean. He likes the Beatles too. <laughs> no, I don't. I know. Um, no, I don't. What can it do? Number four, you're crazy. Really? Really. Congratulations, Doug. Yeah. One of the smartest Jews I know. We're all smart. Um, it's intimidating. <laughs> number three, three, but only because there's a comic book reference tied to it. With the Kevin Smith written The Evil That Men Do, Spider-Man Black Cat, Mr. Brownstone. That's actually the code name of the bad guy. It is. Mr. Brownstone. It is. He actually uh, teleports heroin into people and kills them. That sounds awesome. It actually It's a good song. (laughs) Uh, So, of course, I had to tie in Spider-Man. It makes sense. Number two, November Rain. Um... I, I think culturally... Really? Number, <laughs> fuck off. Number two, November Rain. I think culturally, you will always culturally. remember... Culturally, there's always going to be that helicopter shot of Slash on the... Uh, what is that? The His name's Saul. He's a Jew. Yeah, he is. And he's really the dinosaurs. Um, I'm good at that. But uh, that that shot of Slash, like you know, playing the guitar on the uh, was that um, the Grand Canyon the mountain, like yeah, like <laughs> the ground. The ground. Yeah. I don't think it's really important what that is. I don't think it is the Grand. But it's Canyon. where it is. It's Earth, and he's it is rock, it he's is rocking Earth. it. He is rocking it. Um, Good solo. And this is absolutely true. This is actually my favorite Guns N' Roses song. If I push comes to shove, and I do love this song. I really do. Which is ironic, based on the name. My asshole is flaming. Used to love her. <laughs> I love that. I song. didn't put that on because it would upset my mom. But no. that's like my favorite fucking song. Used to song love her, period. But I had to kill her. 
You know what that song's about? Killing somebody? No. About a dog. Are you fucking serious? About his dog. Oh, Jesus. Um, so, <laughs> Paradise City is my number that's one. Why, that's why he buried his dog in his backyard. You don't bury your woman in uh, her backyard. Fuck, yeah, you do. No, you bury in a river so no one knows where it's at. No, that's blues. You We're talking about songs Guns about that. Well, where do they come from? It's blues rips, motherfucker. No, it's a blues song. Blue songs. All right. You still love it. Go fucking go fucking deep all fucking I'm, five. Guns. I'm, no, 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 no. I love used to love it. Thank you. That was a good one. I almost put that on there. I and at no I point is anyone mentioning Chinese democracy. So. Well, it's hard to because most people don't know that. I don't want to. I never that. got my free Dr Pepper. I want to say that. It's a good record. record. It's a Guns N' Roses record. If you haven't heard it, you gotta listen to it. Then it's no, you don't. It puts it on perspective. Puts it on perspective. Puts it. In puts it on jelly. Puts it on a skateboard. It puts it, it on jelly. It puts it on a bike like, without training it. <laughs> it puts it in the basket. Puts the lotion on the skin. Get, it also gets the hose again. Don't talk my. Don't touch my dog. Number five. You're crazy. Okay. You know why your crazy is awesome? It's because it's on two records. It's on Appetite for Destruction. It's the metal version. It's on Lies as well, acoustic. Probably the best version of that song that they've ever done. It's a great song. I think I was going to acoustic on mine. But yeah. I love the acoustic version of You're Crazy. Number four, Coma. It's the last song on Use Your Illusion 1. Some of his best songwriting. And Say listening to it puts me into one. You're ugly. I can't help that. I'm, I'm trying to make you look more attractive, but it's hard to. Not, not even in a coma. Number three, Mr. Brownstone. Because it's fucking Mr. Brownstone, dude. I get up around seven. Get out of bed around nine. That's like is that talking about a dog up. too, or is that actually about heroin? It's about a dog using heroin. <laughs> <laughs> a heroin dog. Fucking asshole. <laughs> number heroin two. Heroin dog is my new handle on Twitter. <laughs> number two. Heroin dog. Number two. Rocket Queen. The last song on Appetite for Destruction. The best love song they ever did. And the best way I would describe Axl Rose. Man, you and my dad should get together and then poke your thumbs in each other's assholes. I think that would be... I wouldn't I, want to watch one side of it, but the other Axel side would be 100%. Good. He would be, but he, mm. would have to, he wouldn't give you any money for it. He would give you no money no, for it. No, he wouldn't. No money for it. He'd be like, hit me a bucket or watching me and your dad thumb fuck each other. I just, I just erased, I'd be like, I just well, erased Brian Midnight's fucking guitar parts and didn't pay him because I don't give a fuck. Because I don't have to. Because I don't pay Brian Axel for shit. Join a boy band. Dude, you're 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 upsetting my fucking sphincter right now with that shit, dude. You are hurting my feelings. <laughs> I'll be I, honest, our I, sphincters I entered, have been upset for. I entered all this into like a respectful tone where you guys would like accept and respect talent, but you're just being yeah. an asshole. Yeah, I got some good being songs on my list. Your songs were gay. What's your fucking number one? Fourteen years. No, you don't actually, know this song, so I ain't gonna tell you. <laughs> Go research it and tell me about that. It's, it's about a dog that's two years old. Um, it's about a song that's fourteen. Oh, I'm sorry. And it's a Duff Kagan song. He actually sings the lyrics to it, and Axel just sings the backup. That would explain why it's fourteen. It's yeah, how does that like, give me the give me the? Uh, oh no, I'm thinking Rolling Stones. I'm thinking Rolling Stones is they did the uh, younger girls. Never mind. Man, I'm, I'm never doing this again. I'm never just throwing out like a great American rock band like that just to just be pissed. You know off. what you were walking into. You knew what you were walking into. I was hoping that 
Higher thoughts you know what? would prevail. You know what? We can both ridicule Higher next week. Next week's top five. We're bringing James Eagles. on so we can just attack. Top five Eagles songs. He's going to be pissed. I wouldn't even have a top five. Same record album. label. Same record label. And go ahead and listen to the End of the Innocence. I Will Not Back Down. It's a Don Henley song. Guess who's singing back of buckles on it? Axel Rose. Of course back, he is. He's doing his thing like I will not lie down. I will not lie down. Fucking asshole. Guns N' Roses rules. You guys are pussies. I got high five for one of mine. You did for one of them. Used to love her. It's a good song. You didn't know it was about a dog, though. Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't know that either. No. You're full of I really, I, I liked it more when I thought it was about a woman. I'm sorry. I, I think I liked it more when I found it was about a dog. No. <laughs> That's hilarious because when you bury dogs, you just kind of move on. You're like, oh, well, that was sad. What but kind no, of dog do you want to get now? write a song about it. What kind of puppy do you want to get now? Seriously? <laughs> Of all the music you listen to, had they played and it, that's at, the weirdest thing. They, how do you write a song about had a they, dog? Had they played it at the end of Marley and Me, it would have made total sense. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, that I was thinking more Turner and Hooch. Oh, canine! Uh, thank you. If, if, fucking doesn't Hooch live at the end of Turner? But it hurt. He didn't live well. There was no quality of life. His, his hand was here. It was like CeeLo with little hands. You just tried it. Crawl along. He's like, you know what, baby? You were really spiritual and outside on the level of everything that I can understand, but I got little hands. Do this and take my strong arm. I got little hands, but you're a good singer. Want to come play with me, singer? I am drunk. <laughs> what are you talking about? And that's why he's on the voice. Moving on. <laughs> So we picked wrong on the Redskins. Are you serious? The guy saw him last week. No, no this no. is the Thursday's game. Thursday. Redskins Vikings. Okay. And me and him both had we hit. We were talking to each other, going, "You're not picking the Vikings." Well, neither are you, right? Well, fuck no. Yeah, yeah. They won. <laughs> all they did was just run AP to death because that's all they can do. Christian that, Ponder got that's hurt. That's what again. I've been saying they need to do, and they finally did it and win the game. It's frustrating. <laughs> well, don't just hand it to him over and over again. What the fuck are you talking about? Just give him the ball. So we're wrong about that. That's Bills great. and Steelers, what you got? Uh, I got the Bills. I got the Steelers. I'm taking the, the quarterback coming back with little time. Mm-hmm. Um, the film's already out on him. They know what he's going to do. And when they want to stop him, they're going to do that. I, this is probably my last time picking the Steelers, but I got the Steelers winning this game. It's it's in Pittsburgh. I'm going with that. Bengals Ravens. I had a hard time with this one because this was almost my coin flip. I'm taking the Bengals, even though losing Geno Atkins is a huge loss for the Bengals, and they're going to miss the shit out of him. Um, no doubt about that. It's in the division. And when the Bengals and Browns are playing division against the Steelers and the Ravens, if they're any type, any if they're good at anything, they're gonna beat one of those teams. And I put my faith in Andy Dalton to have a bounce back game after sucking so fucking bad last night. I loved him in the Bond so films. I got the Bengals. 
I'm picking the Ravens because okay. they go uh, one week to the next. Every time they win, then they lose. Then they win, then they lose. So they're right so on track the for that eight and eight. So record. do the Bengals. So I'm like, I'm I, this is a, I'm gonna take the home team on that. Which doesn't mean shit. That's that's really what I'm putting it to because I, I don't think Dalton's that good. I, I don't think AJ Green is enough to just throw in the ball. He's not he's not a Megatron type guy to just take over a game. Uh, I like the Bengals defense, but like you just said, Atkins is out. I, I'm gonna take the Ravens in that game. It's it was a almost my coin toss. Almost my coin toss that game. But I'm, I'm gonna take the Ravens. Lions and Bears. I got the Lions because last I checked Cutler was not 100% going to go for sure to start. So without Cutler, it's going to be tough for them to to beat the Lions. Cutler's going to start. That's the word now. Okay. I got the Bears. I got the Bears at home just because the Lions have been back and forth the same way. It, it just They're not consistent either. So losing a game in Chicago is not out of the realm of possibilities. And they've they've had to come back in some incredible games, like some incredible comebacks, and they they kind of suck in the middle of the game. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bears. I'm gonna take that defense coming out there doing that. It's it, that was almost my coin toss too, and I'm I'm really going because Cutler's gonna play. Uh, I picked it when I last heard he wasn't 100% sure there he's gonna play. So I think the game is close if he plays. If he doesn't, I don't know how close it will be. Eagles at Packers. Uh, I got the Eagles without Aaron Rodgers. It's, you know, if Nick Foles can play like he's been playing, which is not the way Nick Foles has been playing because he's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. So this week he should suck like and throw five or six interceptions. Um, but without Aaron Rodgers, I think there's too much talent on the Eagles team. And we know what the Packers want to do without Rodgers on the field. They want to run the run. ball. Run, run, and run, run, run. There's a formula to stop the to stop the run. There always is. I mean, if you if they block him up and heads up do it, then Lacey will get 100 yards. Uh, number 44, I forget. Stark will get his yards. Mm-hmm. They could win that game. But I'm thinking that the Eagles defensively will come out and not let that happen. And this was almost a coin toss too. I'm almost coin tossing every game right now, dude. Because I'm off the chain on this shit. I really am. I I just I'm gonna take the Eagles because Rodgers is out. I think that's that affects that affects that's the team, huge. dude. Got one of the it's best huge. quarterbacks in the game. He's not playing anymore. It's huge. Rams and Colts. Uh Colts. Colts. Not even not even close. They're not going to be able to match them points wise. They got a good defense. I think the defenses that on these teams are similar, but the part where they're different is way different. And that's Andrew Luck. He is way better quarterback. He stepped up. He faltered a little bit to start the season, and he's. Turned it around and turned into the quarterback that we expect him to be. I got the Colts. No doubt about it. This is my coin flip game, Jags and Titans. I flipped a coin for this one. What do you got? Uh, I did not. I got the Titans. Um, Without Justin Blackman, the Jags lost their ability to get wins. Um, Maurice Jones-Drew hasn't run like Maurice Jones-Drew in the past two years. So he's... He's on the wrong side of the age. I think he's 30, right? He's approaching 30. He's either 30, he's like 29 or 30. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely on the wrong side of 25. So 27 if you want to look at it, because that's, that's really the peak 
for most running backs is about 27. It's the standard. He's definitely on the wrong side of 27. And the last two years, I mean, the last year wasn't his fault. He's hurt. I mean, fuck up. Liz Frank last year, I believe. Yeah. Um, which is killer. And it doesn't look like, to me, he's not the same guy. He's not running the same way. The closest I've seen him running to being the same guy was when he ran against the Broncos when they were playing for pride because... They were picked to lose by picked 30 by points. By like, yeah, by, by four touchdowns. They don't want to hear that shit. So I've, I've, that's I've, that's why I picked the Titans. I think the Titans, uh, Jake Locker, he had an awful week last week. Um, he's never really had a good week. He had a couple before he got hurt, but he did not look like the same guy last week. Um, the Titans' defense is pretty decent. So I, I flipped I that coin, and, it, and this is the truth. I flipped it, and it came out with Titans, so I picked the Titans. But I don't think the Jags go winless this year. I really don't. I, don't I, I think they're a better team than that, which doesn't say much. I mean, they're not good, but they're not... They're not all pushovers, and that has to come to you at some point. You have to not want to lose a game like that. It's a division game. It's something where they could win, but I flipped the coin, and it came up with the Titans. But if the Jags win this game, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. be so surprised. They're well, going to win a game. They're going to win a game. I wouldn't be surprised. It's in the division. The Jacksonville Jaguars' defense is not – they're not terrible. They, they play tough. We've seen it. They played the Broncos and played them tough. It can happen. Locker's not nearly the quarterback. The offense is not nearly the offense that they faced against the Broncos. Pla. Raiders at the Giants. I got the Giants. Um, they look like they were exposed. Uh, Raiders are exposed defensively. Uh, Giants are coming off of the bye, so they've had a couple of weeks to mm-hmm. stare at tape from the Raiders. And they got a nice view of how to kick the shit out of the Raiders in the comfort of their own living room. And they got a quarterback to do it. So, and Eli Manning is Eli Manning. So, I got he's the capable of doing it. I got the Gi- I think the Giants are doing their late they're 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 figuring out. So, that's what they're doing. They're figuring out kind of late and they're not going to be a factor in the playoffs, but I got the Giants. I, I really do. I, th- I think the same reasons you just said is why they will and the Raiders have shown to be inconsistent at best. I got the Giants. I totally do. Seahawks and Falcons. Seahawks, uh, Falcons are a mess. Um, That's a sad we, sight. For, for how much we've just spent time in the first, we spent, I think, roughly eight or nine minutes talking about how overrated Seattle is. They're gonna but that's nothing compared to <laughs> how poorly the Falcons are playing. <laughs> so And how overrated the Falcons were when we started this show. Like, just thinking that they were... Not even a they question. Are literally the most team. overrated team preseason. We can go talk about Houston and Atlanta, and let's talk about who underachieved more. It'd be an extensive conversation. Houston, Houston was in at least most of their games. They, I, I, they haven't been. They were. Houston was eventually run out of the gym. The Falcons have been run out of the gym. They're done. like in their games. I, I and I, I would uh I will call myself incorrect at, at calling out Matty Ryan and saying he's one of the better guys playing quarterback. Not top tier, but second tier. That's second level. And yeah, I don't absolutely. think he is anymore. I, I don't think so. I think, I think he's, he's below that. I think he's below it now. Like, he cannot keep that team together. Good quarterbacks can lose guys and still get on the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it. I, I'm I'm done with that team. Done with that team. Panthers at the Niners. Uh this game, I thought I felt like this game was hard. The only reason I'm giving it to the home team because it's a cross country at home. 
So I'm giving it to the Niners. Niners have a good defense. Um, they're very much capable. Alden Smith is back. I don't know how much, what kind of capacity he's going to be playing in. I don't know if it's uh, half the defensive snaps, quarter defensive snaps. We'll see. Um, he looks like a different guy just based off of the interviews he's given. He seems like a different guy. Maybe he's got a. He never maybe seen he that, changed himself. He never seemed that off to me. So like anything that they showed that him being off was all news to me too. So taking it from a four week span ago to now he looks different doesn't mean shit to me yeah, because I didn't hair. know who he was beforehand. Yeah, that, so that no, I see what you're saying. I see what me. you're saying. I see what you're saying. But what I mean is when you watch the guy talk, he talks like somebody who's like I don't. I don't know if it's been brought down to earth or somebody has a new perspective, but the way he's, when he they've conducted interviews with him, he seems like somebody who's <clears throat> found a perspective in his life. Anyway, that's not the biggest thing. Like I said, I don't know that he'll even play half the defensive snaps. I'm not sure how that's going to well, work Well, he's a out. pass rushing specialist to begin with, so you don't just throw him out there to stop the run. Yeah. So we'll see how that works. If the, if the, if the Panthers, the Panthers can win this game. They can run the ball. I'm picking the Panthers. Um, I I'm got taking the, the Panthers because I'm taking the home team. But I think this is going to be this is going to be a good game. I'm I taking gonna Cam Newton. Of, this is going to be one of the games of the week. To watch, I agree. For sure. I'm taking Cam Newton because I've I've stood I've stood by him all year long, and I, I think he's played well. He has the, that team has put up 30 points in the last four games at least. Every game they've come up, they they're stepped up now. They're getting hot when they're supposed to. All these versatile quarterbacks, all these multi-tool quarterbacks, Cam Newton has the potential and the tools to be the best of all of them. You cannot argue that with me. You can take that guy, put him up there. He is as big as Randall Cunningham. He is as fast as Randall Cunningham and can throw the ball quicker than Randall Cunningham as far. I, I think the Panthers are making their move right now to be close to an NFC Championship game. They're getting hot at the time when you have to be Look at what's gone on in the playoffs the last five, six years. It's not always the best teams. It's who catches it, and I think they're catching it now. So I'm taking the Panthers in San Francisco to win this game. It'll be close. It'll come down to some quality plays, but I'm picking the Panthers. I like I like that team, man. I really, really do. Broncos at Chargers. Repeat of last year. Without, We're not going to spot them 24 fucking points. That's all I'm saying. What do you got? Broncos. That Give time. me a score. Score? Give me a score. Man, I the Chargers have been up and down on points allowed. Past few weeks they've gotten a lot better. They've been tightening down, but then the last game they played they allowed what they were allowing before the previous two games, two or three games before that. Mm-hmm. So the Broncos are the best offense they faced. And Period. if other teams are gonna hang thirty and thirty two on them, the Broncos are gonna hang forty plus. At least. I, I, I think I got this this is gonna be forty two probably. See here's the other thing is Philip Rivers is back to Philip Rivers form and I hate to say that because he's a fucking dick face. But cunt. He is a cunt. <laughs> one of those smelly ones you don't want to eat again. Just happen to again. be down there. Again? One, one of the ones well, you have, get, sometimes you just happen to be down there. One of the one of the ones where you get like halfway down there, like, oh good. Well I'm already committed. <laughs> <laughs> you kiss the thigh, bro. You just kiss the thigh and then you move back up. That's what happens. Well, well um, this <laughs> exit strategy. It's, it's an exit strategy. You, have you let him down gently. Yeah. So, so, uh, so, so, speak. You so know Philip Rivers. Stinks. She knows her cunt stinks, but uh, you guys both act like it doesn't. Is that Jim Jeffries? <laughs> Jim Jeffries. Is that something? 
I just said that out loud. I didn't know that's something. He said cunt stinks. stinks. Cunt stinks. Um, uh, I got the chart. Is it? Uh, it's going to be touchdowns, man. What this game? There's going to be about. points up there. And when you, when you said that uh, Philip Rivers is back to himself, I'm not going to disagree with that. Four and four record. Different things going on. But you know who else is back to his form and coming back is Von Miller. And Von Miller has played two full seasons in this league, and he likes to sack Philip Rivers. He likes to go get him. He wants to go get that guy. Uh, I think that it's our defense. Target in there too. I think our defense makes strides again this week to become a better team defensively. And I don't think they stop us from putting up 41 points. They might get us to kick two field goals. Well, we're scoring five touchdowns. We're gonna go on that defense. They're not fucking with us offensively. They can't. I think our defense improves. I'm, I'm going to stand by that. I think Von Miller changes the whole spectrum of, of our defensive team. And if and if well, Rivers yards is, is healthy, back too. So it, it, it's the only guy we're going to be missing. We're coming two guys back to Ianacho and Bailey. We're going to be missing. Ianacho still. Ianacho still questionable. He might play. Champ's not going to play. Ianacho was still in that that mix of possibly playing. So which is fine. Let's do we, it. Still have, we still have Mike Adams back there. So veteran, veteran backup, dude. He's a good back. He's mm-hmm. a good safety. He could start on probably ten other teams, and he could play really good football when the quarterback, who is Philip Rivers, is getting shit thrown at his face the whole time. Like when when you get into his mix, he is done. He is done, and we will get to him. Just got to get into his head. You got to get him throwing it. temper tantrums, looking at the referee. Mm-hmm. At least forty-one points. They might score three touchdowns. They might, they might get a fucking uh, special teams point as well. Like that's where I see it really happening. I think we win forty-one to twenty-four, at least. I think Manning throws five touchdowns, kills it all. Complete. I, I really like this game. Texan at the Cardinals. Um, I felt really challenged in picking this game for some reason. It's mostly because of the way the Texans brought it to uh, Andrew Luck. And I know that was at home. And their coach almost died their coach at halftime. In all of, all of the circumstances being as they were, I... I'm taking the Texans. I think, like I said... I'm they, taking the Texans too, brother. Give me a high five on that. I, I'm taking the Texans because, like I said earlier, the Texans, the Seahawks, and the Chiefs, they're all in that same boat. The Texans are just in the opposite end of that. Mm-hmm. They're the, in the unlucky And they have section. talent. They are loaded. They are, they are in the unlucky side of mm-hmm. all of that problem. They are all the same team. They are just on the unlucky side, whereas they, the Seahawks and the Chiefs are in the lucky part of yeah. the book. And, so. the, and the Texans haven't lost those guys from last year. They've added. It just didn't work out. There's been a lot of stuff that fucked with that team. Cushing's out, which is, I mean, that was huge. Cushing's out. Shaw lost his goddamn mind. The running game went to shit. Defensively, J.J. Watt was the only one doing stuff for a while. There's a lot of stuff that went wrong with that team. But they're still talented. They have that talent. I got. I really had the Texans winning this game by 10 points. In Phoenix, or whatever the fuck they want to call it. I really, I got the Texans winning this game. It's weird. I'm, I, I got you don't want to pick it because they don't have a good record, and you watch them play sometimes, and you're like... But I is... believe that they should have a better record. I really believe, and, and I will never falter. We can talk about this 10 years from now, and I would refer right to this season and be blown away by the fact that they have not won more games than they lost. Not not to be 7-1, 8-1... Uh, six and three, none of that shit. Just they've been decimated and lost and lost and lost. And then when you have a guy like Kubiak go down in front of everybody, that's uh, that's why you lose to the a team like the Colts. That's why you lose. I, I got the Texans winning that game. Cowboys Saints. 
Uh, I took the Cowboys. Um, did you really? I did because Demarcus Ware is coming back. Um, Thank you. Which is important. Hugely important. It's pass rush back. Important. The pass rush is back. No one blocks uh, him. Lee's healthy. He's back. He's looking good, like mm-hmm. his old self. They still got the same defensive backs in the backfield doing their thing. Um, Romo just needs to find his offensive weapons. Need to show up. And play. It seems like he has to count on one guy every week to do all the work, whether that's Des Bryant or Miles Austin or somebody like that. But it always seems like only one of his guys shows up. What he needs is he needs the rest of the crew to show up. Everybody has to play well. You I can't think it's just have a game where Jason I think Wade it's on. Plays. I think it's on on Romo. I think he singles I've seen out some drops though too, where you're like, you like you got to catch that ball, man. But what you just said, as far as like you know, you need those other guys to show up. It can't be that one guy because he really relies on that one guy sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I, being a being a amateur quarterback playing high school football quarterback shit and just like being exposed hugely playing flag football when you're like, well, I'm just going to look at this guy. It, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. You, you, you really got to look around. And I think Romo would do himself a great service at looking at other people. But I still got the Cowboys winning Especially this game. Especially after dating Jessica Simpson. Yeah, if I was him, I'd just be like thinking of like when I looked at her pussy, it's like the great Daisy Duke. It's the great pink hype, right there. Great pink hype. I spit on it, and I put my face in it. And in your just, own spit. So who you got in this one? Yeah, I got the fucking cowboys, man. I got the cowboys. <laughs> I got the fucking cowboys. I, I do. I, I I think that uh the Saints are getting figured out too. I think um. Drew Brees is still one of the top tier quarterbacks, but that team offensively is not. Graham's hurt all the time. He's, he has not been healthy. Wide receiver, they don't have a guy anymore. Colston is not it. Offensive line, not much. Running the ball, not much. That's tough. That's tough to continually do it. I got the Cowboys winning this game, but I will say this as a disclaimer if they do lose, it'll probably be Romo's fault. Romo will fuck it's up. Always, it's always Romo. No Romo. <laughs> no Romo. No Romo. Hashtag no Romo. No Romo. No Romo. Dolphins Bucks. Dolphins Bucks. This was going to be my other coin flip. And I'm going to uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna go ahead of Ryan on this one. I'm picking the Bucks. I'm picking the Bucks. I think the Dolphins have a lot going on that we'll talk about here in about five minutes what their shit's about. I got the Bucks, man. I got the bucks. Oh no, we're our soft hours turned into an hour and ten. <laughs> I, I got I got the the bucks winning this game, dude. I got the bucks winning this game. I got the dolphins, and that's all. I they just lost their best that. offensive lineman, let alone the dude that he like verbally harassed racially. I just, like, let's I get can, into that fastball. I got a fastball question here. Look at Doug. Throwing his little, we gotta hurry it up. Signs. He's throwing his little. He doesn't dick. even fucking have the goddamn two minutes. Right? He's like, can I play too? Oh, look at that! I'm just a little shit talking. Dude, he got a manscape too. Look at that shit, nice. Your phone looks like Voltron. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Voltron? It looks like Voltron's suit. Looks like his shoulder pads. So the black line. It's gotta be black. Just the what line. do you mean, you people? You're fucking racist. But he'll form the head. <laughs> uh, Dude, that's so racist. 
Richie incognito. <laughs> Sorry, the African American line forms the head. So the Kunta we've heard all, of all, robot we've all, we've all been we've all been able to hear the uh, wonderful the Toby news of robot lions. about <laughs> Jesus goddamn Christ. The Jordy LaForge. The Jordy. <laughs> High five. Give me some He's black. <laughs> and blind. All right, so we've uh, we've all heard gross. about the uh, Richie Incognito deal in the locker room. Um, you've heard a lot of different stories. Coaches are blaming the players. Players are blaming coaches, saying the coaches should have known. Players are blaming other players. Players are blaming... Uh, what's his name, Jonathan? Uh, Taylor Thomas. Taylor or something like that. They're blaming him. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. They're blaming him for it. After all you've heard, Mr. Gonzo, whose fault is this? Did it get out of hand because coaches let it get out of hand? Did it get out of hand because players let it get out of hand? Whose fault is this? Is this just Richie Incognito's fault? I've seen a lot about this, and, and I've watched it on ESPN, ESPN2, MSNBC, CNN, Today Show, everything. The uh, I'm going to tell you right now where this comes down to, period, is Richie Incognito. Go ahead and say Martin should have come out and, and said anything. I disagree with that to an extent, but I've been part of an NFL locker room. No, I haven't. I've been part of locker rooms in general. And they are, you know, kind of to that Marine status, Army status, where you don't go out and talk about it. You don't talk about it. But I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to say, you half nigger piece of shit. I don't think that that's allowed to be said. I don't think that's allowed to be said. I don't think it's allowed to be said, uh, I'm going to kill your family. I don't think anything that that guy said added up to, well, I should probably shut up. Maybe I shouldn't tell everybody what this awful person just did to me. And then you get to see all the other videos of this big, puffy motherfucker storming around bars with his shirts off, with the shirt off, intimidating people, running them around, saying, whoa, you, whoa, whoa. He reminded me of a dude I went to high school with, and it was embarrassing. I was embarrassed by watching this shit, watching what that guy did. I don't give a fuck what Russell Martin did. I really don't give a fuck. I don't even know if that's his name anymore. I think it's something to that effect. Because I've, I've like distanced myself from the story to where like I don't it's care. Russell Simmons. No, it's not. <laughs> and and, and I'm, I'm, I'm confused about the, the people that have come to defend Incognito and diss this kid. This kid's wrong. We don't want him on our team. You don't step outside of that fold. I, I get that to an extent. I get that to a point. But if someone is doing that over and over and over, that was not two minutes. It was. Do you count to two? To everyone that counts time. You know what's great is that was our segue into the conversation, so we just keep going. How do you do that to somebody? And then how do you hold that person accountable and say that he does not belong in a locker room with a bunch of grown-ass men saying, well, you're not supposed to break that code. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to call him an N-word. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to, like, threaten his family. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do stuff to that extent. Now, I know rookies pay for meals, 
They always will. When I was a freshman, uh, freshman half, sophomore, whatever the fuck, we, like, we got put up, but we had to, you know, do things that we were just expected to do. We had to carry this in. We had to start your car. We had to warm your car up. We had to do different things because we're the low man on the totem pole. But no one ever told me that I was a spit piece things of shit. Things like that, boy. though. Things like that. That's like initiation. That's like welcome to the brotherhood ribbing. Ribbing. Know? Ribbing. Which is like healthy. To what he extent. did is not healthy. Calling somebody on the phone, well, that's, threatening them, threatening their family. Well, that's where it comes through. Like, is this kid wrong? This educated kid from Stanford with a degree whose parents are educated. Now, There's there's been. You've listened to the sports talk. They're questioning him as a black man. Saying that, well, well his parents are educated. Like, really? Like he's is some that, kind of Uncle Tom. Because he's educated? Fuck that. I disagree with all of that. I think this whole thing has been handled incorrectly. I would. I think it's a shame if that kid doesn't get to play NFL football. If Cognito doesn't get to play NFL football again, I'm not going to feel too bad about it. I, I really don't give a fuck about it. I wouldn't him. be surprised if he doesn't play NFL football if you see him right next to Hernandez, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Or doing WWE, wrestling around like, oh, nah. he seems like a knucklehead. The shit about him in the bar... Storming around, chasing people out with the shirt off, like showing how big he is. Dude, the guy's 6'5", 335 pounds of pure mass. Just fuck you. Even if he is the one to do it, even if he is the one to intimidate you, even if he is the one that people say, don't fuck with that guy, when do you fuck with him? How do you fuck with him? How do you go about him? How do you get run out of the league by saying, I don't think you should have said that shit to me. And then how do you have professionals, how do you have ex-professionals coming through and saying that you're wrong for, for saying, come on, man. And then, then the advice that he got from the GM, from the coaches, from all that, why would you go pick a fight with them? Make them tough. Uh, that's your job. Well, that's what Cognito was doing. And then when, when, when he went and complained about it, they're like, well, just go fight him. Seriously? You're, you're telling me to go commit a crime. I can get arrested for that. Whereas this dude can say whatever he wants to me. And I'm supposed to just eat it and just go with it. And whether or not he was best friends, whether or not they like got along, whether or not that was the guy that brought him into being an NFL player is not the point here. That will never be the point. That will never be the point. The point is, is that you don't call somebody that, you don't say that shit, and don't be surprised by the backlash. And let me go back to four months ago when Riley Cooper said that shit and was almost ostracized from the NFL completely. When everyone stepping in front of Richie Incognito and be like, let me protect this six foot five, 335 pound guy. Just don't mess with him. But Riley Cooper string him up by his fucking toes and poke him. I, I, I think that there's a lot mixed up with this. And I, I think... God, you don't even believe in that motherfucker. But I think that in so many ways that I'm not a black guy. To have to fucking deal with that shit and figure out when it's right to say something when it's not. I'm an Irish Mexican. No one gives a fuck about that. I get talked about in my Mexican shit all the time. People call me fucking stupid Irish WAP. I'm leprechaun. I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't give a shit. But thank God that I'm not a black guy that has to fucking figure that out. And say when it's okay to say this is racist and this is not. This guy's being vilified 
for calling it out. I don't give a fuck if he went past the chain of command. The chain of command probably should have told that guy not to call me a nigger. Probably should have probably should have said that. You don't get to call me that. You don't get to threaten my family. You don't get to do shit like that. That's that's where I come off on it. Whether 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 he went above and beyond what he's supposed to. That's the extenuating circumstances that I haven't heard before. Especially this year when Riley Cooper straight says it at a Kenny Chesney concert where every fucking dude is saying that word as much as they can because it's a Kenny Chesney concert. Anytime I was told no mas, leprechaun. I'm Doug. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the dugout. Today's dugout is brought to you by Don't Say the N-Word. Yeah, after three times, don't say the N-Word. <laughs> say it where it's like res- responsibly said. I wasn't I wasn't being derogatory. Today's dugout is brought to you by context. I wasn't being derogatory. That was what that's what the, the question was asked. Doug won't be able to edit this episode because of I don't think I don't context. think you should. I think you should put that right there what I just said. Oh, it's 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 going out, but for many different reasons. That part of one is context. I'm, is not, I'm context. not being rude. I'm not a fucking racist person, but that's what that dude was saying. This kid is held to a standard where he's supposed to look at it this that? way. Look at it this way. He's supposed to accept look how that. All I'm saying is that if this guy's last name's incognito, he's not living up to it. He's no, no, he's pulling that all away. He's, he's, you he's and John Stewart. Should I, talk I was going to say I hate to be you know John Stewart, Stephen Colbert about it, but. No, yeah. you should see what Stewart did about that. That was a funny fucking bit he did talking about that. It was like he he did the whole thing, like made fun of football like all little dudes that can't play sports do. And then he put a put his little cast of, you know, fake newscasters mm-hmm. and at the Arab kid got the message. Oh, I saw that. Guy. It was yesterday. Yeah, I, yes. that, that was what I think it's what like, well, how about I kill your mother, Mexican? It's just, just like, no, no, don't do that. No, don't say that. Same kind of deal. Like I'm, I'm not being racist. Like you don't get to say that. Yeah, to um, you don't get to say that to people. Mon V and yeah, they yeah. had everyone on there. It's, well, it's not a good just, thing to say. Just man. look at it this way. We're just merely repeating what he said, and everybody Absolutely. in this room is a little uncomfortable. Context. We don't need to everybody. Everybody in this room. It's wrong. Though, it's my point wrong. is, you my don't point say is, that shit. My I'm, point. I might is, be wrong for saying it. I might be wrong for saying it. No, my point is, is just look at us taking what he said and just repeating it. And how uncomfortable other people are just by hearing it. That's how you know how bad that is. That's why it's that bad. Thank you, Ryan. That's why that's that good bad. Good call, man. Good call. Yeah. Doug? Very yes. good call. The Avalanche are 13-2. and two. How are they going to finish this year? Uh, great if they were in the NFL. Good True. point. That is a very good point. Doug. Finish at least thirteen and three. More racist term. <laughs> this is, I wrote this please, down before you showed up here. Don't, please don't make me do extra work. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be blatant, and then I'm gonna be quiet. More racist term. Redskins or the N word. Wow. Well, is, is this wrong? I think it actually. <laughs> no, that was actually I, somewhat I, of a reasonable I, question. I, I think it'd be more racist important. to do red face. Yeah, that was that was even more racist. That <laughs> but that's have a valid, the, that's a valid seen, question. Have this, you seen the Lone Ranger? This, right. this organization is pissed it's off the about lone, that, and they like call a team the Redskins. Let me put this into pop culture. It's the Lone Ranger versus versus Bamboozled. 
I'm really trying to wrap my mind around that shit, Ryan. What you got? What's your next dugout question? I don't know. <laughs> Jack Nicholson or Jack Nicholas? Here comes Holen Johnny. Okay. Flojo or Mojo Nixon? I, yes, I, dum, dum. I, I refuse to even dignify that. You should have said Don Henley Must Die because you hate the Eagles, so that's his best I, song. I really uh, do. Favorite Metallica song? We know you like Metallica. It took me all of my willpower to not just say that. Um, come on, come on, come on. Uh, Master of Puppets. Okay. If you had any amount of athletic ability, what sport would you play? <laughs> Walking. Okay. What would your wrestling name be? The Duggalo. What would your porn star name be? The Duggalo. If you had a thumb that was worth a shit, where would you stick it? In, In my Duggalo. Where would you stick your glasses? On my face. How long did it take for your nostrils to get that big? And was cocaine involved? Uh, I think you have me mistaken with Stevie Nicks. Do you not shave on purpose or is it just because you're lazy? But both. But both. What are you going to do with that Hatchman tattoo? Cover it up. How come you're wearing a Batman shirt instead of a Robin shirt? <laughs> because I'm awesome. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!